Welcome to Dragon's Cast Post Game Edition. Uh, after a big W against Robert Morris University, 82 to 69. Unfortunately, I couldn't make it to the game or see the celebrities that decided to come to the DAC. Okay, we um, got Kendall Jenner in your place. Perfect. You know, Kendall Jenner is something in. Perfect. 82 to 69. Decisive win. Did Troy Harper actually have a good game today, guys? I think he did. Yeah. Bill was raving about Troy. I think in the, in the first half, standard Troy Harper. But in the second half, he was driving, he was dishing, he came up with a big charge. Well, he saw his half-court three-pointer <laughs> go in, even though it was after the buzzer, and it gave him all the confidence to finally start passing. And he hit a three-pointer, which is the first of the season. So overall, I think Troy had a really good game. That was probably his best game of the season. Better than LaSalle? I thought, just because I think like in LaSalle, I think it gave him too much confidence to just drive like a, like a lunatic for the rest of the, rest of the time. So this, I'm hoping he actually takes away that passing will be a successful method for him. Yeah. I think Dan wants to pipe in here with something. This is the you look like anybody's ever said about a three of 10 shooting. Like, any player I've ever seen. <laughs> I mean, you are talking like to the John Green like and the Drexel. So, but yeah, no, he he, he, when he's composed, he's fine. Yeah. He's fine. I don't know how many turnovers he had. Does there, is there a stat sheet out? You I don't know. I think they were four, both four assists, two turnovers. I didn't notice the turnovers. And the so two that, in the first half. Okay. When he has no turnovers, he's good. Well, I think didn't he have a great assist to Tim Perry on a dunk? Like I haven't, I thought most Troy Harper of the last few games would have taken that to the hoop, trying to draw a foul. I think that one he passed off Troy. Uh, Tim Tim Perry got a dunk. I thought that was, that was, that was yeah. exactly the bang bang playing we needed. Yeah, it's clearly he made an adjustment. Whether someone told him he needs to make an adjustment or he made it on his own. Uh, he was. I we all think that he. Um, probably turned the ball over too much against NJIT and just was driving with reckless abandon. And today he was looking to pass. And I think the results uh, speak for themselves um, with his four assists and his low turnovers. So, yeah, he had a great game. Um, How about Tim Perry? I thought Tim Perry was a beast. That dunk over Thomas in the – I think it was the end of the first half was – his mom was sitting behind us, and we were getting on him, and his oh. mom was starting to threaten us. But <laughs> Tim Perry Jr. just completely owned him on that dunk. He was getting hit. He was getting rebounds. He, he, that dunk, he was a presence down low. Uh, if we – he's a freshman. He's a freshman. Yeah. He was – he's got long arms, too. Like, he could, he could be an absolute beast in the CAA. And he had an awesome game today. Uh, I, I was really excited to see. I thought he should have played more minutes. I thought he was better than Butler. So he ended up with four fouls. It's probably a limitation of the minutes. Uh, but he had seven and six in 21 minutes. Mm-hmm. And I think he looked better than that. Yeah. I agree, totally agree with you. He looked, yeah. he looked comfortable, I thought, for the first time out there. Like Usually I think he's a little – doesn't look comfortable. He's out there trying to just feel his way around. This time he actually was out there yeah. asserting himself a little bit. Well, I mean, something that won't show up on the stat sheet is when they had the ball and it was his man with the ball – they were passing out a lot. Like, they weren't going in on him after, at least on a few possessions that I saw, which I think big men in the past, besides, like, Austin Williams, but last year, big men, the other opponents could just go in on them. And at least for a few possessions today, they weren't. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was – I mean, I think they got a lot of offensive rebounds at the end of the game when the, it was – you know, we were up 15. That yeah. don't really matter that much. But we killed them on the rebounds, destroyed them. Yeah. Destroyed them on the rebounds. I never thought that we would – I would say that about – Drexel team recently, but we destroyed them on the rebounds. Yeah, it was 43 to 26. Yeah, own them inside. Um, 
another funky step. We were at 33rd in the country, free throw shooting coming in. And we went 20 of 22, 90% today. We were at 76% coming in this game. Wow. I mean, they'll put game, teams, games away if they have leads. Right? And that's a, that's a for a team that hasn't played a ton of leads, that's important. Yeah, and I've said it year in and year out that free throws win games more than any other – win and lose games more than any other individual aspect of the game. So if we can shoot that well – It'll win a lot of close games and, like you said, close out games that might otherwise still be a win. Trevor John played well. He showed that he can do things outside of shoot threes, although he can shoot threes really, really well. How about that finger roll? Little finger roll. Yeah. He also showed that he's got a, he's got a little bit of a technical. Was that a flagrant one they called him with Aaron? That was, that that was, was ridiculous. It was at best a little chicken wing. Uh, and the replay looked pretty uh, intentional. I'll be honest, and they and they were showing it. Where did, I, where did he hit him at? See, this uh, is a, he kind of extend like so. Essentially, what happened was the player was sort of moving towards him. He extended his arm with with intention right around the. He wasn't looking at the him, neck though. area. Eh, he knew he knew what he was doing. He was He probably didn't. I don't know. He probably didn't, didn't intend the... to hit him exactly in the neck. He was probably just trying to bump him out. And so I don't. You know, I'm not saying I, well, intended. If he did hit him in the neck, I think it's an automatic. It's above the shoulders, elbow. I saw Rodney Williams get tomahawked well, here's in the, the face thing. four years I, ago. I'm just telling you, that's the rule, Listen, man. The game isn't played in slow motion. It's played in real time. They, w- they were throwing an alley-oop. Like, how is he supposed to – I think he was just, like, re- reacting. No, he was just boxing out. out. He was boxing out. And, he was you know, boxing he was... out, and they threw an alley-oop, and the guy jumped. I don't know. I didn't see the replay, but to me, like, we're getting, like, Nick – nitpicky with this kind of shit those me. refs were pretty inconsistent it, it didn't decide the game one way or the other like we were still up with a pretty big lead at the half and i thought in that first half they were calling some ticky tack stuff yeah. and actually google one of them and anthony franklin who i know we've seen here with that before and had issues with you google him and all you get is disciplinary action on the first page like i mean he's not a good official he was uh oh great so i think suspended after a decent yeah I, I recognize those guys i yeah. yeah i mean it didn't matter today we 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 were better than this team Absolutely. Our we, guards were better. Our big men were better. That's the biggest takeaway, right? Without Kirk Lee, we were clearly the better team on the floor. And that's really impressive. Yeah. I'm really impressed with this team right now. The, the scoring, the balance scoring is unbelievable, really. Like, we had five guys scoring double digits. Tim Perry. Yeah, when's the last time you had a Drexel team that did that? How did Coltrane Washington do? What were his final numbers? Oh, four or three. Zero points. Yeah, I mean, it, was, get there. it wasn't a great box for him, for him, certainly. But he didn't look totally out of he, Yeah, he looked like he belonged. He looked yeah. like he belonged. I thought he was in a red shirt until like a week ago. So. Yeah. I mean, to come out and try to... Well, I mean, he's he's in there to replace Walton. We're not even talking about missing Walton in this game at all. Yeah. We, yeah, I think coming in, we were expecting to struggle with yeah. missing that piece, and we played great. I like that half-court trap that we're doing a lot. Like, I think we can keep that going, especially if we... I mean, without Walton, we're, we're playing nine guys. Um, let's we're keep rotating them in. Let's do that trap. A trap keeps the teams off balance. Maybe we don't have to do it all game, but... Well, we asked Mix Spiker it in. about that the morning of the uh, Papa Shot Challenge. And what did he say? It was like a 1-2-2 two, two trap. Yeah, that coach, he said we actually don't play zone almost at all in the last couple of games. But we've been doing zone trap and then going to man. Yeah. And, and yeah, it's something that, I think he just likes slowing the other teams down, burning some shot clock. Yeah. Um, it's been effective. Really, so. I have a lot of guys that are playing. You might as well. I was thinking about transition defense a lot. Yeah. It was a big problem last year. Right. And in the beginning of this year, too. Yeah. Yeah, if they're able to – if we're able to get the other teams to start their offense at the 15 to 18 second mark instead of the 24 to 26 second mark, that's a huge advantage. I think we got to mention uh, Yurik here too. Oh, so oh yeah. Uh, he, 
it's only about a second game coming in, and he looked pretty good. I mean, he's not like overly athletic, athletic or impressive looking, but he somehow gets to the hoop. He's hustling. He's steady with the ball in his hands. Is he going to join the James Butler Memorial scrappy category for this game? <laughs> he seems like he could go under. Yeah. I think scrappy like, category. I think the opposing team's point guard thinks he's not that athletic when he gets the ball, and then they they get up right in his face like I'm going to steal from this doughboy, and then he just went right by him. Like he's deceptively quick. Like he looks slow, but he I think he's that's how you describe your own game too. <laughs> I, knew, I knew there was a joke in here somewhere. <laughs> he doesn't look like much, but uh, no, but he's... he performs. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not about what you do with it. <laughs> yeah, that's what you do. Yeah, that's what you, yeah exactly. Um, yeah, but he gives us a nice steady presence in the back of point guard without Kirk because, I mean, when Troy was running the point for a couple times in the last couple of games, it was kind of a disaster at point. And so I'm happy to have him. And uh seems like he could be a productive player for us. Every time I feel like I know this Drexel team or figured out that who's going to be our like team, there's new players that show up. And I don't think that's something that we've had the luxury of having at Drexel where – Players just keep stepping up, and uh, the depth that we have had this year. So it's it's really like if this is what Spikers teams are going to look like, I'm I'm pretty excited. I, I was thinking about that too the other day. Like when we when we were watching all of those Bruiser teams, it was like if we were absolutely the better team on the court, we're like okay, we can win this game. But when players would go down, we would be like, oh well, we're not. We might be able to pull out a win, but like we, our expectations drop immediately. Whereas these spiker teams, like you said, just never know what's going to happen. I was thinking about it for like long term this year. Like this is the first year where it's like even if we went into the CA tournament as a six seed, I'd like maybe we end up winning it. Who knows? Like his teams could surprise you in a good way versus laying eggs the way we oftentimes saw a couple years ago. Yeah, I mean, I'm interested to see if someone can step up in a clutch way. I don't think we, you know, we kind of. NJIT, we didn't do a recording after that. Yeah. We needed a, we didn't have a clutch performance there at all. We needed one clutch defensive performance. Yeah, defense. We yeah. Close games have gotten away from us a little bit this year, yeah. um, but you are shorthanded. Uh, I think that's the cool thing here. This isn't the seal. Like this. Is, yeah. This is a couple guys out. We we're, were talked from the beginning of this year about being better in January, February than they are going to be right now. We knew that. But uh, so to see a team dominate on the floor, we know there's a lot more improvement to come. Yeah. It's pretty pretty neat. We can get Kirk Lee back in jail with how they're playing right now. I mean, this team could be a lot, even a lot better than we are right now. Yeah. I, mean, I think everybody uses this as a stepping stone. Right? I mean, we're not expecting this to compete, but it's a competitive team, it looks like. Yeah. And this is the game, yeah. Yeah. Outside of what, maybe Charleston? Charleston Northeastern. Yeah. Sure. Even Northeastern, like the way they haven't they're been. They're down a few guys. They are. They're down 60% of their steps. I mean, so, so, so we're, we're not yeah. 60%, but, but yeah, we're, we're down we're a few. Down they're a different team without uh, Pusich or whatever, like. He makes that whole team go if he's hurt. I believe it's pronounced Pusika. But Pusika, whatever. No, I, I don't know. It was just making <laughs> Pusika. El Pusika. Oh, no. Now you've got him stuck. <laughs> well, guys, AG to Six Nuggets, Robert Morris. I'll take that. I think we have two more games in our homestand. Hopefully, we power through those. It's yeah. a new team. And uh, get Kendall Jenner out here. We're undefeated when she's in. Kendall Jenner might not be good for Ben Simmons' game. Great for Drexel basketball.